Live from the historic Detroit Golf Club, home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. It's the Spin on Golf Show presented by Rocket Mortgage. With your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Bullygen. First and foremost, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Thank you you for everything that you do and i hope that you all had a wonderful wonderful day got hope you got to play out. some golf right I mean, John? beautiful sunny wasn't it just yeah. a perfect day <laughs> <laughs> brutal jordan was out there with a group of guys and it's pouring rain i'm like what the heck is he doing out there i'm, <laughs> staying, I'm staying here in the heater i got i i went to work today i was so cold from yesterday i wore i wore the full winter garb and uh, the sweatpants and the four layers, and we got out there and saw the highest temperature was going to be like 47 for the day. And my guys like, let's go work on some bunker shots. I'm like, okay. So we went. We designated half an hour. I took the four guys out there in the morning, and as I walk out around the corner, it starts raining. I mean, drizzling rain. And I go, guys, how come you stopped in your tracks? (laughs) It didn't stop. And they're going. And they're like. You're already on your way out here. Let's get after it. So, yeah, we did a good half hour in the bunkers, and, and then I brought the second group out and did the same thing. I think it was raining harder. I even had the girls out there, too, oh, six yeah, girls. I'm like, what is he doing out there? We're peeking around the corner from the yeah. teacher. I'm like, what <laughs> is he yeah. doing out there? I was wondering after a while, too, but I was overachieving today. I was pushing pushing my students to the to the next level. Five layers, yeah. Gangs all here. Mike Faye, Jordan Young, BC. Now, BC, is that true? No more unless it's over 60. Is is that yep. the new BC I'm, rule? I'm oh – God, I'm tired of it. I really am. You know <laughs> what? rule will change like the Michigan weather. I uh, – uh, you know what? I used to play in everything, and even uh, when a couple of my students were like, oh, come on, let's go play a couple holes on Strat this evening. I'm like, uh, no. I mean, I never turned down golf ever in my life, but this year – I'm telling you, I have turned down a lot of golf. You got to heat up the engine, don't you? I got no engine. Oh, boy. I got no engine oil in it. I got <laughs> It's just like flat. I got four flat tires. I got the nothing. He's the I got nothing. <laughs> well, I'm going to play the role of meteorologist uh, now. Uh, 63 Wednesday, 64 Thursday, 66 oh. Friday. Perfect. Then 70 on oh. Saturday. So it looks like uh, maybe, maybe this uh, – Oh boy. This late winter might be passing us by this week. Maybe this is the, the week where everybody can get out there each and every day. Sean, Fox Hills this weekend, everybody was out. And yeah. it was cold yesterday. I mean, I had to go play nine holes with a student, and the place is packed wall to wall. People were no playing anything. Yeah. It's craziness, right, Mike? I mean, Absolutely. It's crazy. Grab your winter hat and go for it. Anyway, we had the Wells Fargo, and we had the LPGA Tour. We had the Champions Tour uh-huh. going on. And nice weather, by the way. We did. Yep. And we had some winners. Yes. Mr. McElroy taking it home. First time in two years. 19th trophy in the trophy case for Mr. McElroy. Good to see him back playing good. Oh, um, no big deal. Let's get you look good. Weeks. Is yeah. this a break the seal thing? Am I reading too much into it? You know, look, he had to get the one. You knew it was coming. It was a matter of when. Is this a break the seal thing? And maybe we'll see more flashes of the Rory of not that long ago. Well, there's 250 million reasons why you might not get out of bed at 530 and try as hard from a swoosh company. So, yeah. 
I mean, you let it go by and then you realize, oh, no, wait a minute. I really want to immortalize myself with all these majors. Well, I better get to it. So I I think he's, yeah, I, I don't know, Mike. I mean, so we're a daddy now, too, right? Yeah, I mean, we're a daddy. About that. But, but I think we get better. I mean, men get better when they have kids. I mean, we're lost a lot. I'm, well, not me, of course, but. Most guys are lost, and they get a family, and things start getting mm-hmm. organized. It takes us a while to get organized, but I think it's that way. It takes us a long time to get organized. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's especially true with golfers. A lot of guys are playing better later in their life, in their 30s and 40s, just for that reason. Well, he's working hard on his wedge game. He's always hit it straight. His numbers have been great. Yep. And uh, over the last few weeks, he's been working on his wedge game. It paid off. And yeah, that's well, pretty cool. He's good. Did you guys did you guys see the end of the tournament when he hit it left in the hazard on 18? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he was like ho humming about whether he was gonna go left or right and he ended up taking like, a drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh because of the way the lie was, he was kind of going towards the fairway and he was gonna maybe catch a little bit of turf and I don't know. I mean, I thought it was interesting how he took the drop and he just hit a rope right on the green from the rough on a kind of a side hill lie. Yeah, it wasn't that easy of a drop. No, no, it was an easy drop, but man, I'm glad he didn't hit it up to the left because that would have been weird. Uh, Yeah. Brian Stewart hit it up there, I guess. And he had to go backwards on his second shot. Yeah. So, but uh, man, that's a, that's a heck of a hard hole to finish on Mike. Absolutely. Hey, Jordan, (laughs) guess who won the LPGA tour event this week? I saw Jutanagarn. Yeah. Oh, look at you guys. Yes. Very and she nice. shot like 62 or three or something like mm-hmm. that. 63 to win right. uh, by a shot. Wow. Yeah, over her country woman, which was really cool. And uh, as we know, tied third once again. Unbelievable. With a 64, 64, 70, 70 performance, only two shots back. Should I say it again, Jordan? I'll say it again. Go for Patty it. Patty kit. Nice. I think Mike is coming into his prime. Mike is coming into his prime with his updates. I'm loving it. It's perfect. You found your niche. He's talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He's back. You guys giving me a hard time for not talking. I I had surgery. Now now he's back. (laughs) We're graduating. We're going to have the full Mike Faye uh, segment. Uh, Like We're we're all just going to sit back like this. And Mike, it's all you. I have a feeling I know who the punk of the week is this this week, too. We'll get to that later in the show, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I I have a pretty good feeling I I, I know who that is this week, BC. Yeah, it's pretty – it's so obvious. It's not even funny anymore. But I think they went through his throat, and they opened up his vocal cord when they went through his vertebrae, and some – Something Some happened. Scientific stuff going on back there with Mike. Yeah, it's <laughs> good for happened. us. It was a good idea because I was like, I don't know. This guy seems pretty smart. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> anyway, then we had the completely region. opposite of BC. So anyway, so uh, we had uh, Stricker win the champions. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep, did. playoff. Wow. Yep. That's playing good. good. Guy's great. Welcome back to the Spin on Golf Show, presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now back to your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. So glad you can join us here, Spin on Golf. Uh, glad our next guest can join us as well. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the great work that Midnight Golf has been doing 
uh, for 20 plus years right here in Detroit. But for those of you who have not, or maybe you need a refresher, uh, we are going to talk to Renee Fluker right here on Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. And she can fill you in. Uh, Renee, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. The founder and president of Midnight Golf here on Spin on Golf. How are you, Renee? I'm doing great. Well, as I mentioned, Renee, you you guys have been doing this for, what, what 20 plus years now. But for people that maybe aren't aware of what Midnight Golf is all about, I, I guess the best way to put it, you're not just teaching them golf, but giving them a whole lot more, correct? That's correct. We want to make sure our young people go to college and become successful and, you know, come out with great jobs. Uh, great stuff. We really appreciate that. Renee Afluker kindly joining us. Midnight Golf has been a nonprofit beneficiary of the Rocket Mortgage Classic since the event started just a couple of years ago. How important is it to have Midnight Golf and that association with the RMC? And what are you able to do with the funds that they have given to the program? So over the last two years, we received uh, over $380,000 from Rocket Mortgage. And the second year, we, you know, since the pandemic and we couldn't see our people in person, we had to do Zoom. And so we had to take, we had to be very creative. And we, you know, had to have different life skills every day. And uh, different people were, um, you know, put that life skills on, like writing resumes, doing thank you cards. So everything was taped. And when we did Midnight Golf Monday through Thursday in the evening, they got an opportunity to learn new skills. But the, the unique part about it, we got a chance to bring our college kids in so that they could use um, the Internet that we had at Mary Grove College. And they got a chance to do their um, studying, you know, finals and midterms. And um, that money that we got from Rocket Mortgage, we provided laptops and um, the Internet. And we also got a chance to... Um, now, our mentors, we have 60 mentors, and a lot of them did not have laptops at home during the, you know, during this pandemic. So we got a chance to um, let them learn how to use the Internet, and then they got computers. Um, so, you know, we, we, we got a lot done with the money that we received from Rocket Mortgage. Mm, great stuff. Uh, once again, kindly joining us here, Spin on Golf, Renee Fluker, the founder and president of midnight golf one of the cool things uh last year renee I, I i think a lot of people thought this was a great idea they unveiled its new changing the course initiative and of, of course the event's net proceeds would be directed toward ending the dig digital divide in detroit by investing in computers and other digital resources within uh detroit neighborhoods of the community tell us about how that has impacted you and and what you do with midnight golf so, you know, um, since we couldn't have a, a regular program, we kind of got creative and we did Zoom every night. And then the other half would do golf. We had PGA of America pros to come and do golf lessons Monday through Thursday um, until the governor closed us down. And then we had to go back to all Zoom. But we got a chance our, um, to provide, like I said, laptops, Internet services, we also did meals. We did box meals for our kids. A lot of the young people depend on Midnight Golf to give them a meal every night. So we did the meals for the mentors, for the PGA guys, and for our students. 
We also got an opportunity to, to provide transportation, gave uh, gas cards for our students to come in uh, and study. Um, a lot of kids couldn't study at home. We had, you know, big families, parents trying to work at home or mom trying to work. And so we opened up the door and let our midnight golf students, um, the seniors that's in high school to come in. But let, can I go back and, and tell you how many kids been through our program? Of course, we'd love to hear it. We had over 3,500 students participate in the midnight golf program mm -hmm. since the beginning. And Brian can tell you, I started with 17 students and now we didn't have over 3,500. And that's not including the group that will be completing midnight golf next week. Um, so we, uh, we have a hundred percent that go away to college and 70% graduate from college. I have doctors, lawyers, CPAs, you, teachers, principals, you name it. We have, um, through the midnight golf program that our kids been through the program and they give back. That's another important thing. We, um, you know, teach them and tell them you have to give back to the community and they give back to midnight golf. They even come back to volunteer and they also become mentors. You know, BC, you're like the ambassador to golf in, in this state. I, 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 my goodness gracious. Every time we have a guest on, you seem to know them. You're on a first name basis with Renee. You even called Renee, your mother during oh, wow. the break, which was beautiful. So I got to go back and find out what that was all about. Well, back in the day I was, between marriages and she worked for the city of Detroit. And I I'm like, you know, other state. Okay. Even better, even better insurance. I, I figured out. So I was like, okay, well, if I clear me as a dependent and I could get great insurance from Renee. So I kept calling her mom. Hey mom, where's my insurance? Where's mom? Mom, where's my insurance? But the reason I called her mom, the way she took care of this program, the way it started out, if you've seen these 17 kids, I'm like, I mean, Frank McAuliffe, Randy Tallow, and myself were the first uh, PGA professionals associated with it. And we're like, is this lady crazy? I mean, where we were at Franklin Wright Center, is this lady crazy to be doing what she's doing? I mean, she took 17 lives and changed them. Awesome. Totally different trajectory. And I'm like, I got to keep doing this. And at that time, I, uh, before that, my wife was like, are you going to keep going down there, get your car spray painted, your window bashed in, whatever. I'm like, yeah, these kids really need us. And and her vision and her sight going forward where the program is now is, is unbelievable what it's done. But it's all due to the kindness and goodness in the heart of Renee Fluker. I can say that. Mm, great stuff. And you should see the students just trying to get into the program. You know, during um, covid Last year, we had 700 applications, and out of 700, we inter we interviewed all 700 on Zoom. Then we got it down to 350, and we kept saying we can't do Zoom for 350. We need to see the grit in these young people. What do they really want? To why do they want to be in this program? So we interviewed. We did interviews six feet apart. We did interviews from Monday through Friday. We end up um, taking 200 students, and we try to even it 100 male females and we did and as of today we have 182 students so we really didn't lose that many but now we get applications again for next september for the september that's coming up and um we just hope we be able to do everything in person again 
Yeah, well, well stated there. Once again, Renee Fluker, the founder and president of Midnight Golf, kindly joining us here on Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. I know this is a big week for you, even with uh, the unfortunate circumstances. I'll echo your sentiments. I, I think we can all agree that we hope to have everything in person. But a big week coming up for you is you'll be celebrating the end of the 2020-21 programming year. Uh, 200 high school students have completed your programming this school year, as well as nearly 1,800 college students. That's got to be awesome for you, and I would be remiss if I didn't ask you for your thoughts on what a big week this is going to be. This is this is a big week. Um, we are doing something different again with Zoom, so we're going to have a Zoom webinar. And we have a special guest, um, Suzanne Schenk, um, she sits on a lot of boards. She's a very, very, if you look, um, Google her name, you'll see what I'm saying about having this lady. She's very important in the community um, and um, financial um, to the community. But anyway, we're trying to make a difference um, with our young people. So we're going to do a virtual panning ceremony every year. And Brian can tell you, we have this panning ceremony. When you complete the program, that means you are part of the Midnight Golf family. And you get a pen, uh, you get a certificate, and that lets you know that you are part of the Midnight Golf family. Um, we um, have great board members who participate in this event, um, our students, our mentors. I mean, this is like a big family affair. And when we do it in person, we have close to about 2,000 people that show up, standing room only. Mm. Great Pretty stuff. Awesome. Pretty yeah, awesome. It really awesome is. stuff. It really is. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. Some people are commenting here on StreamYard. Emily said, so much admiration for what Renee created with Midnight Golf. Back for another round. It's the Spin on Golf Show. Presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Once again, your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. Chris Chandler, the executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. Uh, it will be an LPGA team event at the Midland County Club from July 11th to the 17th. Kindly joining us. And first of all, Chris, really appreciate you taking the time to join us here tonight at Spin and Golf. How are you? Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. We are we are great. Uh, we had some awesome news that we were able to release last week, uh, right along with the Rocket Mortgage, where you guys are down there in Detroit Golf Club. Uh, we're just we're thrilled, man. We we can welcome fans back. Uh, the state of Michigan is letting right. us have fans at events this summer, so we're we're pumped. Oh, is that cool. beautiful? Well, and you know, it's interesting. Uh, we, we were talking during the break. The ambassador uh, isn't one to wax poetically about many courses. He waxed poetically, not only on a personal level, but but talked about some of the ladies on the tour that really, really enjoyed uh, the MCC, the Midland Count Country Club as well. So uh, this is just a winning weekend for all. Well, sounds like he was uh, winning some money over there at Midland Country Club, so that mm. make, that makes sense, right? <laughs> uh, no, the the, the players uh, the players loved it. I mean, you know, it's it's an old style country club course. Obviously, the clubhouse, hundred thousand square foot, state of the art clubhouse. I mean, what's not to like? We gave them uh, we gave them their own gym for the week. We set them up with free massages and manicures and pedicures and all that stuff from the spa uh, at Midland Country Club. So they they loved it there. 
Um, but yeah, when you look at the players, oh my gosh, like what's happened uh, just these first couple of weeks on the LPGA tour, you know, you look at the Corda sisters coming out, winning the first two events, they played together in our event in 19. So I'm hoping that they pair up again. Um, you know, Brooke Henderson, Lydia Ko, NB Park, all awesome names winning events right now. Look at uh, Aria Jutanyagarn just winning this weekend over in her home country of Thailand. She played with her sister, Moria back in 19 um so that'd be a cool uh, cool pairing to see too you know it's interesting I, I i made the mistake earlier and i want to apologize for it i think a lot of times what we do is we just think about the the weekend of golf but this certainly is a schedule that you know i i guess the best way to say it is this is a week-long series of 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 golf events community events uh literally something for everybody chris can you talk about that yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's what a lot of these golf uh, tournaments are about, is about giving back in the community and, and uh, bringing people into golf that may not be even be interested in golf. They, they don't know it. So there's there's all kinds of family events. Kids 17 and under get in free. Uh, we've got a veteran program that all vets get in free. There's a family kids area on site. We've got first tee junior clinics happening uh, throughout the week. Um uh, there's just uh, all kinds of stuff. We play music on Friday afternoon um, when the ladies walk up to the 18th green. Mm. Uh, there's an eat great food trail on course where we feature a bunch of local restaurants uh, with an mm. upgraded ticket. Um, so yeah, a lot, lots going on. Uh, Ten dollar general admission ticket too to get in Wednesday through through Saturday and turn rounds. Steal. Can't beat that deal. Chris Chandler, the executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, once again being held at the Midland Country Club from July 11th to 17th. And Chris, I could see the excitement on your face when, when you talked about fans coming back and everything. I, I think everybody is rooting for that. But I know you guys wanted to make it very, very clear. Uh, the Great Lakes Bay Invitational, it's going to be in line with what the state and local regulations are. Tickets will be uh, announced soon, but who's kidding who? Safety's a first priority. Yeah, absolutely, guys. I mean, you know, we, we've been working with the state here the last month. Uh, actually, the guys down at Rocket Mortgage, we've been working with them uh, to, you know, to get these regulations in place so that we can safely host people outside. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of things happening. We, we've even found a company here locally. Uh, they've got this product called Facility Armor that we'll be spraying and all of the, the hospitality venues, the restrooms, the food lines inside the Midland Country Club um, that basically prevents uh, uh, bacteria from spreading around in the venues, you know, hand sanitizer, all that stuff will be happening. So um, so people can feel comfortable and know that we're going above and beyond uh, what's even going to be required from the state. How could you even describe what's been going on in the past year from your vantage point, uh, you know, from uh, you know, 2019, you know, I, I, you're reading the stuff and um, everything that was great with the event in 2019 to, to the past year. How could you even describe what you guys have had to go through? <laughs> A lot of ups and downs. Uh, I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, you know, I, I was at the Players Championship uh, back in March of, 9, of uh, 20 mm -hmm. when uh, when that, that last day of professional golf was was played there. Um, and we came back and I remember, you know, canceling some flights. I was going to go to Phoenix the next couple of weeks uh, for the LPGA event, the Founders Cup down there. And I remember canceling my flights and saying, oh, we'll, we'll, book, we'll book those, you know, in a, in a couple months or whatever. And 
um, man, to get to, you know, to have to cancel 2020, um, that, that was definitely a bummer, obviously, after coming off, you know, winning tournament of the year, best best LPGA event on tour our first year, which was insane. Um, it, it was definitely a bummer uh, to cancel. So, you know, we did a bunch of virtual events. We got some players online. We got Mike Wan, the commissioner on our CEO, Jim Fitterling came on, did a bunch of events for fans and our volunteers and, you know, all of our folks here. But, um, you know, and then the last couple of months, it's just been, okay, it, everything's going to open up, right? It's, it's got it. We got to get there. We got to get there. And then, um, you know, finally this, this week to know that we can do it is, is the high of highs and, um, just get people out and, and have the event again. This was an event, uh, we say built by the community for the community. I mean, we had 250 community partners in 2019, mm. just as part of this one event with all those series of events and things going on, you know, $12.7 million economic impact, millions of dollars going back. It's, it's just, it's all good. And it's just, it feels good to be able to say we can do it again, you know? No doubt about that. Chris Chandler, the executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, kindly joining us. Uh, just a subtle reminder. Uh, boy, if you're in the Detroit area, you know it's not too far away. Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational LPGA team event at the Midland County or excuse me, Midland Country Club from July 11th through the 17th. Uh, you know, one of those things, Chris, not that long ago, you, you never thought that you would have a conversation like this or have questions like this, but um, is is there going to be some kind of um, rule about vaccinations? Is somebody going to have to have their vaccination passport or whatever the case may be? Have, have you guys gotten that far in the process yet? You know, we've we've gone back and forth on a lot of this. And, you know, some of it's still unknown, but uh, we're mostly following what the LPGA is going to put out. And, uh, you know, right now. Uh, all of their events, um, anybody that basically the players, the caddies and anybody that comes in close contact with those folks are getting tested kind of inside the bubble thing. They actually just came out uh, last week and said, um, coming up here soon, if you have a vaccination, uh, if you've already gotten it, uh, you don't have to be tested to be inside that bubble anymore. So that's at least one step, but probably not for fans. Um, I, I don't see going that route. I don't see how it uh how it will really um, help us. Uh, so likely, likely not that route uh, with fans. Um, just trying to do everything as safe as we can. Mm, great stuff. Chris, uh, you know, it's not that far away, only a couple months away. I know you have plenty of work to do, but uh, should you need anything, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to any one of us and anything we can help get out there, any announcement that you need to make, we'd love to help you out. Uh, such a beautiful part of our great state and uh, a great tournament as well. We appreciate all you do. Once again, Chris Chandler, the executive director of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. It is going to be taking place at the Midland Country Club from July 11th through the 17th. Welcome back to the Spin on Golf Show presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now back to your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. Uh, once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, you may be aware if you listen to this great radio station, 760 WJR, that we are the home of the Michigan Spartans. Uh, Michigan State Spartans and the Spartan Network were the home base for it. You can hear Spartan football, Spartan basketball on here. and who better to talk to uh, on that home base than 
a guy that knows a little something about yelling go white if I say go green. He is a member of the Michigan State uh, golf team. As a matter of fact, big week for him this week. Uh, One of eight players named to the conference first team. Third straight year, he has earned all Big Ten honors in golf, and the second time he's been voted to the first team. So a big week for him. Let's welcome him in. Canton's own James Pyatt kindly joining us here on 760 WJR. James, let's get out of the way. First, I'll say thanks for joining us, and go green. Go white. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, James, what an honor it must be for you. I mean, you know, in, in some ways you go, yeah, it's old hat. I'm a third straight year, all Big Ten honors, second time now voted to the first team. But it's got to be an incredible honor for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a great feeling, you know, to know that uh, hard work's paying off. And uh, every year the goal is uh, player of the year in the Big Ten Conference. So hopefully that happens next year, but still uh, – you know, great achievement, making first team, and I'm super proud of it. You know, Jordan, I think you're a little familiar with this guy. I'll defer to you and talking to you during the break, something I did not know. Uh, you and James have a little history. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I still remember, you know, when James and his brother Glenn came over with, with you know, dad Glenn, and they popped over and were interested in golf, and these guys were gamers from the start, and I can't remember how old they were, but I'm going to say maybe seven and eight or somewhere around there. And, uh, you know, I, I turned around yesterday on the range and looked over and I saw a couple Spartan bags and I kind of looked back and I go, man, there's James. Here we go. I don't know how many years later, but, you know, he was getting ready for his final round at, uh, at DGC and, and uh, he had just shot a really nice third round. So, uh, you know, BC, I'll let you kind of take it from there because we've, we spent a lot of time with James as a youngster and his brother Glenn, and and now uh, Brian works with him exclusively, and and he's just a great kid, a hard worker, and we love seeing all the success he's had at at college and in the amateur ranks. Yeah, it's been you want know, to talk about a dream student, not to you know he's kind of semi like a son to me, but uh, James has been just everything you ask of James, he does more and more and more. And obviously the Big Ten Championship, him winning the Michigan medal play this week, and I'll let him talk about that this week. Um, it was just, it's been a good ride. I mean, with you with a kid that asks, does everything that you ask him to do, and then he overachieves, now he's playing great. It's like a, a dream come true for an instructor. And I'll let James kind of talk about the medal play this week, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun week at the medal play, uh, especially having BC on the bag the first two rounds. That was an interesting experience. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, well, thanks, James. I thought we were going to yeah, get around that. Yeah, well, I, I I told him to be on his best behavior when he got there this week. I didn't know what to expect out of him as such a character. So, no, he did a great job reading greens and everything, and uh, you know that got me started the first two rounds. Uh, a little bit of a putting slump going into the metal play, and uh, just having him out there and his expertise was awesome. So that got me in a rhythm going into round three there, where we had uh, they had the Sunday pins out from the Rocket Mortgage, same positions and all that, and it was a little different feel from uh, standard Michigan amateur golf, where you know usually you could flip a wedge in every hole and have a birdie look. Where this week you had to think a little bit more and uh, fortunate enough to shoot 68 on those pins where it moved me from 
four shots behind the lead, uh, leading by six going into the last round. So it was, uh, it was really cool getting to play that setup and, uh, something unique that you usually don't get to see, especially when you're playing a tour course. So that was a really cool week, uh, all around, you know, with BC and, uh, everything. Yeah. The golf course was, I'll tell you what, the fairways and the greens. I mean, this place is awesome. I mean, just kept saying it. Dames went to fill divot. I'm like, that's not a divot. I mean, you just made a thump in the ground. It's, I mean, you can't make a divot here. The fairies are so perfect here. I was just like, wow, this place is cool. What's coming up for you, James? I mean, as I mentioned, a, a big week. You 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 got those Big Ten honors, a winner of the Michigan medal play a, as well. I mean, a, a, an action pack week, but uh, I, I'm sure there are many more to come. What What's in the not-so-distant future for you, James? So Saturday, actually, I'm leaving for regionals. Um, I was fortunate enough to make it as an individual, so I'm going to be representing Michigan State as the the one seed in the, the Tennessee region. So I'll be uh, rolling out there with Coach Luban, and uh, this week was a great prep for that. I mean, going to be playing kind of similar conditions as far as the difficulty of a golf course, so it was nice to get a competitive atmosphere at Detroit and uh, get ready for that. Mm. Great stuff. Anything else for James in, in the last couple of minutes? I know I'm sitting here, James. I get to see Jordan and, and BC in there. They're both listening to this with, with the proud Papa look on it, their face. So I'll defer to you guys before we let James go. No, he doesn't need any advice. I mean, that, that, I was kind of taken aback by some of the shots he hit. I'm like, oh, my God, this little kid? I, I, I just remember this little kid, right, Jordan? This little yeah. pudgy little kid that could just – just looked at you with everything he did was like a, he just wanted to be a sponge and just learn everything that we knew and learn everything about tournament golf. He just wanted to know it, wanted to know it. And he still has that look in his eye, but he's certainly a mature golfer and uh, we're looking for uh, big things from him in the future. Yeah. Just, just hungry, hardworking, knows what needs to be done. Great role model for the other kids around our facility and, and it was good to see him working, uh, working on his game right before the fourth round yesterday. Because I heard a few wedges. Uh, BC must have gave you the wrong club. A few wedges. <laughs> they have clipped, clipped a few branches here oh, in a couple it. rounds. But uh, I want to know how many times uh, BC yelled across the of the the fairway to other guys playing in the events to, to chirp at him. <laughs> Uh, he did. A, he did a great job. Like I said, he was on his best behavior. I was very <laughs> surprised by that. I was very surprised. <laughs> oh, BC, we well, all love you. <laughs> I'll tell you, James, it was a banner week, but I, I, I'm sure the, the first of many more to come. We wish you all the best. Uh, this week is is another challenge, as you mentioned, on Saturday. Good luck in the Tennessee region and beyond, and certainly we'll be keeping our eyes on you in the future because the future looks very bright. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Thanks, James. James Pyatt, uh, Michigan State Golf, uh, kindly joining us. That has got to be such a rewarding thing. You know, you, you, you we talked earlier uh, about the circumstances of midnight golf, but on a personal level to watch, as you mentioned, this kid walk in and, and, and just absorb everything and now have some success. That's got to be awesome, fellas. Yeah, it, it really is cool.